0: All right, welcome to another episode of Inside Flicks. I am Mike, and I'm here with my brothers, Richard and Raymond. In this episode, we're going to take a look at Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is a long-awaited sequel to the Bill and Ted franchise. So let's get into it. Let's get into our review of Bill and Ted Face the Music.
1: Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Whoa. Well. Yeah. Greetings, my excellent friends. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Yeah. Performed tonight it will save reality as we know it.
0: Oh. Oh. Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And
1: take it from ourselves.
0: Except, won't that be stealing?
1: Cheers!
0: <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Alright, so this is the... Okay, so we're uh, we're going to review Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is the long-awaited third installment of the Bill and Ted movies, which originally came out in 1989 and then in 92, 91? What was the last one? 91. And uh, uh, Alex Winter and uh, Keanu Reeves are back as Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. They're the founding members of Wild Stalin. And this is the the rock group. that They're they're the metalhead rockers. They're going to save the world, save the universe with their hit song. And uh, so the movie takes place about 25 years after the events of the last movie. And they haven't yet written that hit song yet, right? Right. And that's basically a plot of the movie, anyway. That's it. I mean, other than that, it's, it's a time travel movie. That's all it is. Yeah. So uh, let's let's get into it, Rich. What you thought of the movie? Uh, I thought it had uh, good elements into it, but the uh, overall script uh, needed to be uh, um, it need another rewrite. It's it the 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 feeling was there the magic some of the magic was there the character you know death was back he was probably the best part um, to me William Sadler's William back here. Sadler yeah as death and uh, uh, the the
1: real downfall for me was the girls uh, the two daughters really? the mm-hmm. two daughters The two daughters I like uh, them more than. Uh, Regular Bill and Ted in this movie because well I'll I'll talk I'll let you finish. We should mention they they are played by Samara Weaving
0: Samara Weaving the big time actress nowadays uh, she's uh, was... she was in the hit, uh horror comedy Ready or Not uh, I, uh, well she plays Fia uh, Preston and then there's Bridget L- Lundy Payne uh yeah Bridget Bridget Lundy Payne and she's from the net Netflix series Atypical and she plays Billy Logan. And yeah, they're the two daughters, and you, you're saying that they didn't work for you, Rich? Uh, they did, but they did somewhat. But I, I didn't like how they they went with uh, their characters. Uh, I think they were too much of a um, too much like their dad. I would I would have liked them um, to be more of their mothers, I guess, uh, have more of um, the personality perna- personality of like a. This is sort of like, you know, like a, um,
1: the, the princesses never had personalities. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I know that. Um, but, you know, uh, sort of like being like, uh, what was that tel- uh, television sh- uh, cartoon uh, with Don Adams? Uh, Dr. Uh, no, no, Dr. Uh, oh, like Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. yeah. You know how the, the girl is the smart one and the guy, ga- yeah. the, 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 the gadget. The father. Is a, yeah. I would have liked it uh, if they went with uh, those the two girls were the the smart you mean, ones. You mean book smarts? More yeah. Like, uh, more, you you know, know, they were know. more yeah, intelligent. I, uh, they
1: had more of a smarts to them. I don't, I I like the approach they took. I think that I, I, the daughters is one of the only things I liked about the movie. Being honest,
0: well, I think it is like uh, like I was saying before we recorded. I think Alex Winter and and Keanu Reeves, who are now in their fifties or at least early fifties, this movie would have worked better if this was if they were in their early forties, and. Uh, to see them a little, a little it's bit been, older, has been the worst since then. <laughs> I
1: mean, well, I kind of disag- i disagree with you. I—I th- I think Alex Winter is incredible in the movie. Yeah, that's true. He, he does. Sh- yeah, Keanu is Keanu is terrible. Mm. And I think he would have probably been terrible ten years ago. Also, I think they, for him to have been good, you have to go back to the nineties. Oh no no no! Uh, they both—they both were uh, pretty. No, because I just—I don't—I—I don't. I, I don't I, you don't, I don't picture don't see Keanu. Keanu. Don't you don't doing picture the, him as a comedic anymore? role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he could do it anymore. I think around maybe the early two thousands he could have done it. Or after the Matrix. Yeah, around around the Matrix time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I just don't think he could do it anymore. I, I mean, he's. I didn't buy it at all. I bought. I totally bought Alex Winter. I didn't buy Keanu for. I bought him for moments, like brief little moments here and there, but that was it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves does. Uh, does feel out of place, and I think it's because he's a little, he's a lot older now, and both of them are a lot older now. I think this would have been better if they were just a little bit young, like in the forties, and the fact and the fact that their daughters are in tw- they're supposed to be like twenty five or twenty, you know, early twenties. It would have been better if the, the daughters were maybe sixteen, you know, young you know young teenagers as well. Uh, I agree with Rich that the, the daughters. Or see I, I would would prefer them being more intellectual or more like a, a musical talented. You know, they, they really, I would have liked to see them more like, you know, music nerds, you know, because like that's their characters. They're music nerds. They have a better sense of m- the music history than their fathers. But the way they play it, they play it like they're just kind of parodies carbon copies or, mm-hmm. yeah carbon copies just that's a good word well oh, i uh, made up, it made up for
1: keanu's performance
0: <laughs> i you know look I, I don't hate this movie no i, I don't hate it either it's just it just it just it's the third you know it's it's it didn't go out with a bang i mean it, it it had some good elements to it of course
1: i didn't enjoy it as much as the other the t- movie feels incomplete yeah i mean it it starts abruptly it ends abruptly i mean what the hell happened with the princesses what what was their whole subplot i mean that seems like that was like never Mm. i don't know nothing in the movie makes sense (laughs) and i guess nothing in the the other two made sense but it made stupid sense if that makes any sense it had its (laughs) own logic (laughs) this was just this just felt so lazy and i can't believe that this is something that they've been developing for 10 years
0: yeah it does feel like they had to write off some scenes or they had bigger ideas maybe but the budget just, the bu- yeah and the, budget. the thing
1: is like uh, the you know the, the the thing about the first building the first two bill and ted's movies is they were incredibly original mm-hmm. yeah they weren't it, bogus journey wasn't a sequel that just like repeated excellent adventure and this movie just completely rehashes both films
0: yeah yeah that's that's uh that's a good point rich uh let's talk about bill and ted the the franchise itself right uh this is right up your alley the i mean i think the first movie came out when you were just starting high school was everyone a big bill and ted fan when it came out no
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) it was always a cult right yeah
0: yeah it was was, was just another i mean there was more fans of back to the future of course I mean this is um but Bill and Ted was just another it's a home video hit. yeah I look I'm not that much younger than than rich but I do i I don't, I don't remember being uh yeah it was a cult movie I remember my f- friends liking it more than I did so I didn't really when I went to w- watch this movie I didn't have a high bar to 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 it once I finished watching it yeah I, I had this feeling yeah, yeah this seems like um it's an okay movie yeah well we 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 watched the first two Bill and Ted's and I remember I, I remember thinking, well yeah, Bogus Journey I liked a lot.
1: Bogus Journey's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, bo, Bogus Journey, cuz you know what? My my cuz I haven't seen these movies for the longest time mm-hmm. and I got I got both of those movies mixed together, <laughs> you know, my cuz I thought <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought Death was in the first movie, but you know, mm-hmm. he came in the second movie. Yeah. And all that stuff with William Sadler in in Bogus Journey was fantastic it was it's yeah, hilarious it. it's hilarious mm-hmm. him playing you know a uh, battleship mm-hmm. it's just it's yeah. f- hilarious and I, w- I was hoping there were some kind of moments like that in this movie in the face to music and oh it, like ref- references to the seventh seal are, <laughs> or just like these <laughs> hilarious kind of uh uh bits and it wasn't it, it it just it had it lacked a little bit of that special comedy so i disagree i i, I think that what they had to, uh, with Death um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like what the William Sandler the movie brought has to mo- it.
1: it definitely has Its moments Yeah But it's I think it's just su- Such a Such a rushed Disappointment And and I can't believe It I, Again I'm repeating myself I can't believe It's been in development For so long For over 10 years mm-hmm. And that This is What they came up with I mean like if, if I find out That they had a budget Of only like 3 million dollars I'll be like Okay I, I get it but I don't really know. well, I'll say this: that I think uh, this definitely is targeted to
0: the Generation X generation. I think it's only targeted to diehard Bill and Ted fans, which is the Generation X generation. These, Maybe a like, small portion of the Generation <laughs> X. Uh, the guy, you know, but yeah, you know, the guys who grew up watching these movies who now have children, you know, the idea of the, them not really fulfilling their destiny. I think that 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 <laughs> relates to a lot of people in, in the Gen X uh
1: generation well i love i love the premise i i, I just don't they don't. I don't love where they go. I mean, without getting too spoilery, I, it's again, it's a rehash of the first two films, and I guess like a little bit of a, like Christmas Carol sprinkled in. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm saying that, uh, and at the end of the day, this is kind of just like an inspirational, hopeful kind of comedy. All right, let's get to the let's get to our grade, and then we'll go into spoilers. Okay. Uh, but uh, okay. before, let's. I'll start it off by saying I, I'm going to give this a C C+, which is my go to grade for movies that I. Like, but don't particularly. Well, let me ask you. I, this. I, I what like. Do you n- get? What do you give Bill and Ted? One excellent adventure. you me a grade. Yeah. Oh, I give that a, a B. Okay. a b and, minus. Uh, a b minus. A B minus. Yeah. Okay. And mm. what do you give a uh, Bogus, Bogus Journey? Or? I'll give that a B plus. Oh, you liked it more? Yeah, I like Bogus Journey a lot. uh, okay. uh It was. That's a fun movie. All right, and you give this C plus. Okay, I give this C plus. Yeah. All right. But I, I think I think, like I was saying before, I think if you're a Gen Xer who has children and you also you know have dreams of becoming a rock star but never made it, and you know but you could live through your dreams through your children i I think you will probably would like this movie a lot mm-hmm. and I think this is, I think this movie is is more aimed for the that generation and those people who are middle age like myself. <laughs> Um, yeah, Rich, what's your grade? On uh, excellent adventure, I, I'd probably give it an A minus, and uh, Bogus Journey, I'd probably give that a, a, a B minus. Um, it wasn't as good, of course, mm. and, but this one, yeah, um, crazy. <laughs> uh, I didn't like you go the, to hell. I didn't like you- the end of the second half of uh, that one. Come on, it, station? Go, mm-hmm. well, no, yeah, d- d- but it's just you know, it's just fine. And this one, yeah, I'll agree with you, C plus. It's it's got. You know, good elements in it, and I I still like love the characters, and I still love death. Uh, and the only one that I really got disappointed with um, is probably um, Kristen Shaw. I thought oh, I, I thought, yeah. I, I thought uh, she would have cast. She would have uh, could have elevated it being Kristen Shaw, but it, she didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Raymond, your 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 rating. Okay, well, for the first Bill and Ted, I'd, I'd probably give that like um, an eight out of ten. That's pretty for you. Yeah, and then I'd probably give Bogus Journey an eight point five out of ten. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um, I don't think it's a. Per- I don't think either of them are perfect movies, but I think for what they are, they're you know they're what they need to be, and then I give this one uh, a five point seven out of ten. So, so that's somewhere I guess for yeah, I guess <laughs> for, I think for you guys and your guys scale that'd be like a, like a C maybe <laughs> c minus d yeah plus. yeah like a uh, it's 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 not really a recommendation but it's not far off from a passing grade either okay and you were you were a huge bill and ted fan right well i saw them you know late because I, I i was born in 92 and the first one came out in 90 or the second one came out in 91 mm-hmm. but uh, so i didn't see those movies until i was like in middle school but yeah yeah i i, I love both of them and I, i've seen them many times and uh, yeah, i have I've, you know bill and ted shirts and like uh, collectibles oh, yeah. and stuff like that, so I, I was yeah, I was really let down. It's not a terrible movie either. It's just I, I don't understand how this is this is all that they could come up with and. Mm. And I'm so disappointed with Cameron's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this movie
0: is enough for me to recommend. You know, there's yeah. a, there's enough things here I, that I could recommend it to to people. I can't
1: I can't recommend this movie to anybody except Bill and Ted fans.
0: Uh, so let's get into the spoiler section for this episode because Raymond wants to delve into some of the script developments in the movie that might spoil some of the stuff. So you haven't seen Bill and Ted Face the Music? Stop now. Here's your warning. We're going to. Oh, but if you haven't. Uh, Wait until the end credits. After the end credits, there's another bonus scene at the end. Okay, there you go. So let's get into spoilers. Uh, Raymond, go ahead. and start, uh, start it off.
1: Well, I just feel like um, a lot of this movie feels missing. Like I don't know um, if like the bu- the budget uh, restricted them of like filming certain scenes, but like I don't I don't really know what the hell was the point of like having the princesses like time travel with like alternate versions of themselves. Yeah, the older version. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean like that there feels it feels like there was a lot missing from there and um i don't know you, you what, what what do you guys think about that I have, I have some other stuff i want to talk about but let's let's talk about i this think it,
0: it got rid of their characters i mean they was able to you know and sort of like get rid of their characters but somehow keep them involved in the the you know with the plot um but yeah it's it's just a different way of getting rid of the characters so Oh, they're, they're busy floating into time and looking at, you know, catching up to their past or whatever. I do agree that it does feel compromised in a way. The script, the like, there is some things that they had to let go. Maybe that was part of it. Um, like, I, I do like some of like, I like when uh, Bill and Ted start time traveling to the future and see different older versions of themselves and you know find out they're a bunch of losers I, I thought that was all funny I thought that was, that was yeah that's like the yeah, most funniest funniest part when they see older versions of themselves and they're all they're you know they're they're different versions you know and I, yeah. I thought that was all funny but that was only like a small portion of the movie, and what was really small is Dave Grohl's part. And I thought he was—he could bring in—he could bring in some good humor. But I thought what they did with Dave Grohl was as, as perfect. But I, I I'd much rather him like be reversed, uh, take over Kid Cudi's role yeah I don't know what uh, maybe I'm old, but is
1: Kit cutting is is he, he relevant
0: gen- <laughs> he's he's more of an actor now right it's
1: like- is he a musical genius well i I think it would have actually probably i wouldn't be surprised if it if in the script it was kanye West oh um, but but he's so controversial puffy. Puff, puffy. Yeah. Or, well, way back, way back when the script started, it was probably puffy. Maybe. Ten years ago, ten years ago, Kid Cudi would have made perfect sense because I mean, like all his best stuff came out ten years ago.
0: Yeah, but I didn't like the girls' uh, lineup anyway. The the how the they went after the. Uh, I didn't like the, uh, the second, you know, the second draft
1: of their, uh, you didn't like Jimi Hendrix uh, versus Mozart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Louis I Armstrong, Jimmy, uh, Jimi Hendrix versus Mozart was the best scene in the movie. Oh, that's thing. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But that's the one of the scenes that felt like, uh, like a, a bill and Ted scene,
0: but it was good to see, uh, uh, I guess it's was Hal London junior, the, uh, old, um, Ted's father, chief Logan. Oh yeah. Uh, he had, a I didn't even
1: know that guy still acted anymore. Yeah. What do you think of Eric Anthony Herick, uh, Kerrigan? The, um, uh, the the I I loved him. I thought he was a scene scene stealer. Really? Hmm. But he's basically just uh just death, right? Like I mean, yeah. he, but I mean but like uh, the whole movie is just a rehash of the first two films. So well, I mean, uh, even like little characters that show up. Would you mention who
0: who is Anthony uh, Kerrigan. Oh, Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> he's the the robot Barry. assassin. He plays the robot assassin, but who yeah, where's he from? Rich? Barry, and also he's uh, Victor Zaz in Gotham. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I agree with uh, Raymond. I think he is probably the scene the scene stealer in this movie. Um, he's very funny uh, in the movie, and I think he gets the right tone of the comedy. Was that so,
1: actually him in the makeup? <laughs> I yeah. think
0: so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> when they first introduced this robot assassin character, I go, "Oh, that maybe that's a little too much." But then, no, it's actually it was per, it was
1: perfect. I, I, he I, felt very bogus journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's talk
0: about the girls. Uh, Samara Weaving as Thea and uh, Bridget Lundy
1: Payne as Billy. I was blown away by Bridget Bridget London Payne as as uh, as who, who, which one was she? Billy. 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 Uh, yeah, as Billy. Uh, yeah, I, I I I loved her. She was incredible, man. She was was exactly like um like Ted Wait. Did they didn't name their daughters? Yeah, after they, each they switched other? them. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's weird. That's weird. It's like they. It's like they're married in a way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I love her. I mean, someone had to, has someone had to come in and you know be Ted.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I lo- Look, I'm a fan of Bridget Lundy playing because I I watched the the show Atypical, and she's the best part of that show. Well, her character and Michael Rappaport's character they play they play a uh, father and daughter, and uh, she's great. I just wish she she it, it, her performance just felt like an impersonation of of Keanu Reeves, and I just wish yeah. she would, it was a little bit
1: more. Um, I don't for know. for this type of stupid franchise, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. So, like I don't mean stupid in a disrespectful way. I think like you know, it's it, you know it's stupid on purpose. Right?
0: Well, I really you know I I, I really would have wanted the movies because the movies really a ticking. Clock scenario Mm. where they have like six.
1: Yeah, the whole movie takes place in like sixty minutes or something, right?
0: Yeah, they have like sixty minutes before because they had to come up with this great song that will save the universe, and so that that's why it feels like very fast paced, and they're like off to do one scene. You know, I, I mean, I guess all the movies are like that. All the movies have these kind of deadlines that they have to hit before. You know, like in the first movie, it was the. They have to do the history report. In the second movie, they have to make it to the, uh, the Battle of the Bands. This one, they have to come up with a song. But I really wish the movie started with at least like maybe 20 minutes before they get into the ticking clock scenario, and like really. S- I want to really see what Keanu Reeves, or what Bill and Ted characters, Are right now, we don't Mm -hmm. we get we get slightly we slightly get a a a chance to feel them out when they're in the wedding uh, scene, Mm -hmm. but I would like to see their their relationship with their with their wives or or, especially with the relationships with their daughters. I we I don't really know what their relationship other than their daughters absolutely idolize their fathers, and but I don't know their relation. Like how do they? communicate we don't we don't really know it so uh i would like to see that
1: the movie doesn't really spend any time on anything it's really everything's just like okay let's get this scene yeah. yeah
0: and that's why it feels like so compromised and maybe budget restrictions didn't allow them to shoot certain scenes and it seemed like they had a a limited
1: time budget maybe not Maybe not financial Maybe. budget,
0: but just a limited time.
1: Maybe that 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 would make sense. Like they filmed this movie in a week. Well, I mean,
0: I don't know about a week, but uh, you know, because like probably Keanu Reeves has other projects that he has to. I mean, he was going. To, he's now oh, filming okay. The Matrix, you know. So I mean, I, like time schedules. It seemed like they all fit this movie in 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 a month's schedule or something
1: like that. Maybe it, even three weeks. That that actually, that actually would probably make the most sense. What would you think of the makeup? for for in general? Yeah. Uh, Bill and Ted's uh was... their
0: future selves in the uh Oh, it was good. Yeah, I thought, I was impressed by it. I mean, yeah, it,
1: it was it was a pretty good, mix. And I thought I thought Ted I thought Keanu's performance was better as the older Ted.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And uh what would you think of the hologram George Carlin? It's a nice fan service. It was it's nice. I mean, didn't It's kind of weird. <laughs> It was just like a weird like a uh, hologram in the middle of nowhere, and
0: the cameo from the writers Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson as the the two demons in Hell. Is oh, that, that was right? them. Yeah. Oh, is that right? I yeah, didn't realize. Like, yeah, that's them. That is who, who's the name? What's the name? Ed Solomon and and um, Chris Matheson, the writers of uh, uh, all three movies, and plus uh, I guess one of them did. Uh, Ed Solomon did uh, Men in Black. Men in Black, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw the the, the, the San Diego Comic Con uh, panel, the uh, virtual panel, and um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they came up with the idea of Bill and Ted. As a, it came up originally, it came up as a sketch idea. They they, they used they were friends from college, and they oh, were yeah. in a sketch group, and they used to do these characters on stage, these kind of uh, metalheads characters, and that was the idea of the movie. And also, you know, Chris um, uh, Matheson, mm-hmm. his his he's the son of Richard Matheson. Richard Matheson is uh, the famous uh, science fiction writer who wrote "I Am Legend." Oh, okay. And he did a lot of Twilight Zones episodes. So the fact that these movie these movies are time travel, is, it's interesting. I, you know, connection to his own father. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, Raymond, uh, I remember that when the first teaser trailer came out, you
1: had uh, fears what was that about okay okay it's it's kind of funny so and if you remember the original teaser trailer they actually show um, you know Bill and Ted you know the arriving at the prison and they see the the older versions of themselves uh, you know with all these tattoos and they're all buff mm-hmm. and I and I saw that and I was like oh no I got extremely worried but maybe not for the reasons you might think I got extremely worried because I remembered an interview I heard many years ago for Hot Tub Time Machine 2 where uh, Rob Cordery and Clark Duke were talking about the movie and they were saying that uh, uh, in the script and at one point they were going to have Bill and Ted in the movie and they were and they had conversations with uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter (laughs) and in the scene that wrote they seen the wrote for the movie they did there you could find the interview online it's it's up it's up there somewhere they described that the scene they wrote involved um, the, the Hot Tub Time Machine characters getting arrested. And when, they, when they're when they in jail, in prison, they run into buff versions of Bill and Ted that still oh, haven't wow. written the song that saved the universe. Oh, okay. Oh. And if, I don't know if you guys have seen Hot Tub Time Machine 2, but it's oh. one of the worst sequels ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, if the joke they used for the trailer, for like their big trailer gag, is a joke that didn't make it into Hot Tub Time Machine 2, Oh man, I'm not, I'm not feeling mm. very confident for this movie. Well, you but, th- what yeah. you thought of that uh, that that prison gag? That, mm. Oh, that that was a good scene. It was a good scene, but I mean, did they <sighs> steal it from Hot Tub Time Machine? I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I was disappointed that there was no good song at the end. I mean,
1: it could have been worse. So I mean, at least they didn't play that Weezer song, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, uh, you respecting like uh, Mr. Holland Opus. Do, do you guys, like- <laughs> Did you no, guys like no, no, the but, idea that like the whole world played along to the song and that's what saved the world? It was it was almost no. kind of like a, a everyone uniting in peace type of thing. Yeah, more. It, it was like the uh, hands across America again, like us. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. It was ridiculous. Uh, I don't think it was ridiculous. I I liked it. I thought it, I thought it, I thought it worked well enough for this movie, but I didn't like the execution of it. And then yeah. maybe that brings up to uh, the director uh, Dean Parasot is his name, I believe. Yeah, who did Galaxy Quest? Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, he did Red Two, which was terrible. I, I think this guy completely lost it. <laughs> yeah,
0: this guy is a hit and miss type of director. Like, yeah, Galaxy Quest is a classic, and nothing's gonna take away that 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 movie from him. But yeah, I think Bill and Ted was, was fine. I mean, uh, uh, direction wise. His it, direction? Yeah, it's fine. I, I, then again, I, I don't think this movie was meant for me, someone who was just kind of a an okay fan, you know, not really mm-hmm. great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think fans who are my age, who are in their 40s and who can't love Bill and Ted, I think they're going to really like this movie. Yeah. And it does, it does, and look, I think this movie feels, uh, it, it feels exactly like it fits in this universe, this Bill and Ted universe. It, it doesn't feel like it's an, some kind of offshoot or like it doesn't feel like it's not, doesn't belong in this universe. I th- it feels kind of all, all right. It's
1: just that I, I wish it was a little bit more jokey. And a little Every bit. time um, Beck Bennett was on screen, I felt the movie. Uh, The movie felt like Keanu Reeves was a guest host on SNL and he brought Alex Winter along. (laughs) I want to agree with you about uh, Alex Winter. I thought he was
0: fantastic in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I thought it really kind of like... He carries the movie. He carries the movie and it really made me go, wow, why haven't we... I know he he has become a director, he he directs some documentaries, but... This guy was really uh, talented. a talented dude. He's a
1: good uh, director.
0: Yeah. And he also, uh, he directed, uh, I think, uh, Sal the Moment. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he do that?
1: Am I getting that wrong? I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Which is a great uh, I don't see that adult it.
0: swim show. Oh, maybe it was not him. No, but yeah, he he, direct, he has directed some uh, a lot of TV. He, he directed Jimmy Kimmel live for a, a lot of years. And, but oh, okay. He, yeah, that's why Guillermo showed up at the end. yeah and also he uh but yeah recently he has been directing a lot of documentaries and um he you know what i just saw a documentary that he directed called um called showbiz kids Mm. for hbo and it's a pretty decent documentary and he he gets a a, a, like a a variety of showbiz children Mm -hmm. or former child stars to talk about how difficult it is to work in in hollywood you know like he's he has a career here as a film director uh which i'm going ask you this would you want to see another bill and ted movie no
1: oh. man it's gonna be even cheaper than this <laughs> i don't maybe they should make a, a another cartoon series and they could just voice it i think the way they end the movie is it's a perfect way to end a whole franchise i think
0: it's, it's it was the pretty doesn't
1: even have an ending <laughs> well they saved the universe
0: with, the, with their music
1: i know but it just mm. it just ends yeah no
0: you didn't stay for the end credits
1: I know, I, I know, but that doesn't count. Mm. The movie just abruptly ends. It's weird. They're like, and they save the day, and then it's just it's over. <laughs> yeah. First, the first one had the best ending. The first one has the ending where um they're back in the garage playing, and Rufus is like, "Yeah, play," oh, and they, uh, they start oh. playing, and they're, they're horrible. Yeah, and then Rufus looks at the camera, and he's like, "I, I you know, I promise they get better." Yeah, that's a perfect ending. We didn't get anything <laughs> in this one. I, I don't even think. Uh, Keanu and Alex are like, in the in the last like two minutes three minutes of the movie. <laughs> they had to go. They had to go. Yeah, yeah. Keanu's like, hey, I have to go film another movie, man. Man, I'm really disappointed with Keanu in this film, especially after seeing him in um, Always Be My Maybe. I thought he would have been excellent in this. Especially, he was like very uh, open about wanting to do this movie. I mean,
0: like for years in, in other interviews, he would he would bring up, uh, yeah, I'm working on. I want to do a new Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> well he was better uh with the makeup on with all those scene, all the scenes when he would go into the past or yeah. going to the future with makeup um uh, i think he got more into character on on those scenes he was let loose a little well, bit. well
1: i i think he was mostly just good when he was an old man <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i didn't i didn't really love him in the other <laughs> scenarios either but uh alex winter was great in all of them yeah yeah i agree i agree All right, so that was our review
0: of (laughs) Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, I guess that's it, unless you want to add something else. No, that's it, right? Yeah, another disappointing comedy (laughs) sequel. What's the? Let me ask you this: What's the best comedy of this year for you? Um, Maybe Palm
1: Springs. Mm, Yeah,
0: Rich, what's the best comedy? Let
1: let me let me go through my list.
0: (laughs) Uh, As you go through your list, Rich, what's what's the your favorite comedy of this
1: year? My Spy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My Spy was terrible. Um, does The Staten Island count as a comedy? <laughs> Which one? King of Staten Island. Uh, it's not okay. really a comedy, right? No. no, I mean I guess so. I guess it's under the comedy. I, I don't. I personally don't consider it a comedy, so I'm not going to count it as a comedy. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, it's tough, man. Comedy's tough this year. I mean, I guess all movies are tough
0: this year. This has really kind of been a bad year. Well,
1: comedies have always struggled. I mean, I, I don't think I don't, I don't. What were last year's comedies like? Uh, I know I can't I I can't even remember what. Yeah, that. I mean, I, comedies just haven't. Comedies have been struggling for a while. Oh yeah, you know, there's there is one thing I wanted to add about Bill and Ted. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, another thing that I think really made uh, Face the Music very disappointing was kind of maybe the timing of the movie because I I um. This year, earlier this year, we got um, Future Man season three, mm. and uh, and one of the big uh, things they parodied in season three was Excellent Adventure. Mm. Oh, so mm. I kind of feel like they did it better. <laughs> so you recommend everyone go watch uh, Future Man, <laughs> and 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 the funny thing is, I think season three of Future Man was like nowhere near as good as season one, but still, it's still a masterpiece compared to Face the Music. That's a Hulu series.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, so that was our review of. Bill and Ted face the music. Um, we'll be back with another episode really soon. Uh, Rich, where can they find Inside Flix? If people want to find more episodes of Inside Flix, where can they do that? Uh, they could try looking at uh, Spotify. They could try looking at us uh, for, they could try finding us on iHeartRadio. And they could find all our links on InsideFlix.com. All right. Be excellent and uh, uh, party on, dudes. All right. Bye-bye.